Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Aftermath, the podcast for Mathies. I'm your host, Sarah Sun. And I'm Ifas Kabir. Today, we've got another guest for you today, and one that we didn't actually go to school with. That's the first, although, you know, the first guest was the first two, so we don't have a big sample size. However, not only is Jenna a fellow Mathy, we'd actually call her a math influencer. Jenna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Jenna, how does it feel to be called a math influencer? I guess flattering, but kind of awesome. I've been attempting to grow my Twitter thing, I guess. So, I mean, it's intentional. I didn't just, and then it's not like Facebook where you just kind of only know your friends. So it's something I've tried to, like, I post mostly about math. So it kind of worked out that way. Why? What what inspired you to start posting about math on Twitter? Because I didn't know anybody in my personal life really who liked math or talked about math or did anything with math at the time. I just, I wanted to get friends. I wanted to know people. And I, it was during the pandemic. So I didn't really leave my house much and I wanted to connect with people. I'm very extroverted. And it seemed like the best way to get to know people was Twitter versus like Facebook or Instagram. We just post pictures, I guess. I love Twitter. Uh, it's such a great way to connect with people. And you see the most random things on Twitter, right? So, like, um, very interesting, like, math problems. And then, like, also people just, like, complaining about PhD life in math. <laughs> Twitter is amazing. So, Jenna, you're, part of the reason we love your Twitter account so much is that we get to hear you and the work through the struggle and the journey and the discovery, but also the wins of, of like math and math discovery. I actually think that's one of the most powerful things about your Twitter account is we get to follow you and see what that's like from beginning to end. So first off, thank you, because sometimes I worry that I'm oversharing or that people Never. are just think it's dumb. Like, so something my mom always makes fun of me, she says, I have, Poco, I can't even pronounce it because my Spanish is bad. Poco vergüenza, like it means little shame. So, <laughs> like little shame, and I'm just like, but I don't want to always so like, I'm I don't want people to think I'm dumb. And like there are times where stuff just makes sense. Like when I saw the integral sign, and it just made sense to me, and I was just rocking those antiderivatives plus c, not forgetting the plus c. It was just, it just awesome. I wanted to share that with everyone. I I just want. I don't want to be vain and say like I hope it like changes somebody, but if someone can relate and laugh or see or you know I hope it makes someone smile. It's nice, you know, like I because like I said I always feel so alone in this. Like I just want someone to be able to see it and relate to it. We do absolutely. I think it it definitely combats the loneliness. I wish that was around when I was doing my math degree. I wish you were there. I've learned a lot. Some stuff makes me a little nervous some people say there's things they've experienced and i'm like maybe i'm going to avoid that being in my life that's the goal maybe i, I hear scary things about real analysis class 
but I don't know, I'm a few classes away from that yet, so. <laughs> I hated real analysis so much, not to scare you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I loved it though. I loved it. So you, you, you both sides of uh, sides of the story here. So. Oh my gosh, that's crazy, Jenna. You cut. You mentioned as well that um, you know, you don't know a lot of people doing math. Why tell our audience like where where are you? What what do you do? Okay, so I live in Minnesota in a suburb of St. Paul called Wiper Lake, and at Century there's a lot of engineering students, but there's not a lot of math students. Most people who study math, I found, go straight to the university. And the U of M is actually a pretty big math school, but I don't go there. So I just live in, I live in like, White Bear Lake. It's very just cozy, like suburban city. And I work full time, so that doesn't help to so know a lot of math people. Um, there's like a manager at my work who's going to school for math, I think, but we don't talk. And this is random stuff like the child of my boss is a math major but i've never met them i have this random connection so i just i really needed to like find i wanted a community and i felt like online was the place to be yeah um the internet can connect people in many interesting ways uh, sometimes in good ways and sometimes in bad ways Um, i haven't had any bad ways yet hopefully not knock on wood i guess But you have had people uh, uh, be a little bit critical of some of your posts, no? Yes. So there was this one time I posted. I just thought it was really interesting that the this really long diff, uh, derivative ended up being zero. And I posted that. And for whatever reason, it went semi-viral-ish. But in like Indonesia and Singapore... And they're just making fun of me. I'm using Twitter to like translate and they're just laughing at me because I was supposed to change it to one and the derivative of one is zero, but I didn't do that. But I did the math right to get yeah. to zero. So I feel like some people should give me props for that, but. No kidding. How critical. <laughs> and then also to criticize in a foreign language, like, come on, <laughs> rude. <laughs> I know. Kind of made me sad but at the same time i joke about it because i'm like i don't even know where those countries are because my geography is bad but oh my god don't get us started on geography (laughs) (laughs) oh oh my goodness but so like your journey to math has been so non-traditional and I, I mean, I don't know if these are really the most flattering terms, but the, the, they typically would call someone like you a mature student or continuing education. And like, like, how does that feel? I don't know about mature. I mean, compared to some of my other colleagues at school, I would say I'll, I'll take that because they're talking <laughs> about boyfriends and TikTok. And I just feel so lost. Um, but I, I usually go with non-traditional. I don't mind that term so much. Because it it fits right. And I'm also a first-generation student, so my parents didn't go to school. My dad has an associate's degree, but um, my mom didn't go to school. And so um, I don't really have them to really rely on, talk to about this stuff. And I'm okay with that, kind of forging my own path. I, uh, I had kind of a messed up young adulthood where I had to, like, figure things out. And I didn't think that college was for me and I really didn't think math was for me and that's why when I started school I started like at 30 either 32 or 33 I should be better at remembering this number 
And I was like, well, I've worked at a, at a, in a corporation for 10 years. I'm going to study business. That's what I'm going to do. And then I took college algebra and statistics, which were required for the major. And I'm like, wow, like I, I can do this. I'm really good at this. Like I, my love is back and I'm on fire and I just had to pursue it. So that's why I decided to go for it. But, um, I, I most I look so young for my age. I don't mind if people call me mature. I don't have gray hair yet and no wrinkles, thank goodness. So I mean, unfortunately our our view our listeners can't actually see you right now, but I agree with that assessment. You do not look like you're in your mid thirties. Is it okay that I just shared that? (laughs) (laughs) I take it as a a compliment and I say this is why you shouldn't smoke cigarettes because it ages you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Smoking, probably the binge drinking. There's probably a pretty long list of vices we should avoid to to stay looking young. (laughs) Yes. Um, I always joke I'm kind of boring person in that respect, but that's a whole different podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You do math. Like, I, I think that's interesting. That makes you fun and interesting in uh, ways uh, other than, you know, I don't know. Like, for men, we have, like, the word macho and for, like, yeah, it's, like, not well, everyone needs to be like that, right? So One thing I will say is I, I wear a lot of math clothes. I'm not wearing any math. Maybe I should have, but I just, I was not feeling wearing a math dress today. But that's kind of what people know me for is wearing, like, math clothes and math t-shirts math dresses i have math cardigan i have a pair of math shoes they're kind of tight i bought them off the internet they were not really a good purchase (laughs) where did you get all of this stuff that's amazing i would love to see your collection um i have some laundry here uh svaha (laughs) is the great place for stem uh oh here's one you can, kind of, you can kind of, no one else can see, but you can kind of see, you can see. It's a dress yeah. with this pattern. That is so oh, cool. Geometry. geometry. Awesome. I love yes. it. It's trig and it's amazing. And I always joke, I always wear it on like um, test days for the trig tests. <laughs> like it's not going to make me take off the clothes. So <laughs> it's just not cheating, but it doesn't really have formulas on it. And I've got a math hoodie and it's just kind of my thing to wear math clothes. It's like, it's just fun. Oh my gosh. If this is not making sex math sexy, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have the I ate some pie shirt as well? Uh, that's a classic one. I, I had one. Okay, so before I even started thinking I could ever do math, I, I started a pie day at my work. And I had a special made pie shirt that says like, Square root of one, two cubed, sigma pi. And some people know what it means, some don't, but it was fun. It, it was purple. And I just would wear it on the off days. I, I especially wear it on pie day, but definitely other days of the year. It's just my thing. So have you celebrated pie day for a very long time? Um... Yeah, well, it started as a as a joke at work. I think as I I was at a, a it's a Minnesota thing called Convergence. It's like a kind of sci fi nerd convention, and I saw some pie earrings, and then I'm like, maybe I should have like a pie day to go celebrate. I have an excuse to wear these earrings, 
And so I would say probably since like the early 2010s I've been doing this. And it's a versus a work thing. I would have I I wanted to because at work we have like um what's it called? Days where we try to have people be um enthusiastic and get engaged. Work engagement days. That's what I'll call it. But they're always related to sports. And I wanted to have something that was like more for other people who maybe don't like the Vikings. Yes. <laughs> So, no, one, no one else can see that I'm like cheering. I I 100% agree with you. We celebrate athletes, but we don't never celebrate mathletes. <laughs> right. And I at the time I worked for a utility company and you really need engineering and math in that. So they really liked it and so you kind of made a little thing and I dressed up as Albert Einstein. Maybe I should have sent you those pictures. They're amazing. I I couldn't. I used cotton balls like taped to my upper lip, like a Kyle sweater, and a big white wig. And I was Albert Einstein. I'd walk around like offering people pie. And... This is phenomenal. We need to. So I think this is what it's telling me is that for Halloween of this year, we should start a thread where people share you know, photos of them dressed up as their favorite math mathy or a scientist or something we could uh we might as well start a new tradition i love this except i don't know if albert einstein would be my favorite scientist it's just easy, be easy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the time the, so the thing is about this i didn't know like literally that there was other like mathematicians existed like they were hispanic i had a whole conversation with dr pamela harris that, like, I didn't know. I, I cried. I'm like, there's like a thing called Latinisms. They're like for Latin, Hispanic, or and Hispanic mathematicians. Oh, it's a group. Cool. And they like advocate. Anyway, the point is, I didn't know there was Hispanic mathematicians out there. It was really cool to me. And I'd probably dress up as her. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I, I know Yifaz and I, we've talked about this a lot, which is, I think it's, I feel like everyone who does math at some point in time, we go through these bouts of intense lonely, loneliness, even when we're surrounded by other people. Yeah. Because you guys went to school, so you probably had other math majors. Like I, like I only discovered another math major this year. Oh my goodness. And we worked together in the math resource center. I'm so sad that that job ended, but because um, of school ending. And but yeah, tutoring is amazing. But that that was like the first time too, or being around other students and helping them with their their homework. I before when there was just the pandemic, we could like zoom in and we could like zoom in with a tutor, but that was like it. So and I felt very alone. I wrote this whole like blog like. M is the longest letter in STEM. I don't know if you've read it. Yeah, uh, M is the loneliest letter in uh, in STEM, uh, except it's not, right? Um, there are a lot of mathematicians out there, right? Are there? I, I mean, I've, I've, I've met like I've in person probably like ten. Maybe in person is hard, but I feel like connecting to the community just gets easier and easier and harder and harder at the same time because, you know, uh, like some of the like 
macho, oh, you're not good enough parts of math kind of start to creep into some communities very quickly. But I feel like there are still good spaces out there. That's true. That's true. How does your family feel? I think you mentioned, I think it's twofold, right? Like you're doing math and then you're also doing a college degree to your point, you know, being the first generation in the family to do that. How, how, what do they think of this adventure of yours? I mean, they love me and they support me. They're like, Jenna, you need to, I don't want to say they're not supportive, but they think like, just get a job and like you're what are you gonna do with math math is so weird like you can't really do anything with that and like just you know so i'm like <laughs> they love me and they're they'll do anything for me but they they think i'm crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah been there that's uh that's actually a major motivation for where we created this is i personally I'm really tired of people asking me, even when I was going through it, like, what can you do with a math degree? And it's like, what can't you do? Yeah. You need math everywhere. Uh, there's like nothing you can do without math. And like, it's weird. Like some people are very possessive as well about their fields. Like this part of computing science is not math. Okay. Um, and I look at it from a mathematician's perspective and like, or no, that's ours too. <laughs> or be an accountant. You must be really good at accounting. Oh, I think I'm, yeah, I got, I got told that I should be an accountant by multiple people, friends, potential mentors. They're like, maybe you should just go look into accounting. And I think it was because of my age and because they think, they think that it's just, it's all mathy, but then I have a good friend who's an accountant and there's like, there's no math in accounting. Trust me, you don't want to do this. That's what computers are for. And software. <laughs> well, you still need accountants to, like, guide the software, but... Yeah. True. I think there's a lot of misperceptions about what people think math is and what we can do with it. Uh, and I, you know, you, I think everyone on this call also leans a little bit more extroverted as well. And for some reason, there's this perception that mathies are, you know isolated vampires in a basement somewhere right with their slide rules yeah exactly <laughs> by the way how are your slide rule lessons going <laughs> so i attempted to look up how to use it and it i couldn't figure it out <laughs> should i share the story about yeah okay so um my uh old calculus professor we go way back because he also was my algebra professor and I basically just harass this man I'm always like asking him questions like even though he's no longer my professor he's he's okay with that he's like I'm your I'm your tutor for life I'm like I love people regret. like that yeah I'm like I'm gonna regret that you said this but he's been super nice to me and we've kept in touch and like for like the solstice, I gave him a book on like Star Wars meditation or something. So then, um, yeah. So one day he's like, I've got something for you in the math center. And I'm like, okay, I left it with Steve. It's in a bag. And I go, and I, I get it. It's a slide rule. And I thought it was his, cause I know he's old enough to actually have used one. And I started <laughs> crying. Oh my gosh. How thoughtful. Ends up it was his dad's old slide rules. Dad was like an electrician, had a bunch of them, and it was like the nicest one, though. 
and he wanted me to have it because he knew that I would appreciate it. I was so touched that he would think of me. So, because sometimes I was convinced that he hated me because I didn't do as well as I should have on that test and I could not understand you substitution. So maybe I'd fallen, you know, but no, he still wanted me to have a slide rule. And now I just got to learn how to use it. <laughs> That's Eventually. an incredible story. Yeah. It's up there. I can show it to you later. That's awesome. I, I mean, I think I went down this foray a little bit too. Um, yeah, it's not the most intuitive thing I've ever encountered, to put it mildly. Yeah. Kind of like the log books. I bought one at, at an, um, what do you call it? An antique store. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> a log. I actually used one in school, so grade five for us was all log books. Because um, in, in school for us, we have like three math classes uh, every year. Uh, algebra, arithmetic, and uh, geometry. And so for our arithmetic class, uh, the school teacher decided that we were going to learn how to use a log book. I'm pretty, and that's what we did. I'm pretty <laughs> sure in Canada now, you don't learn logs until grade 10. So, <laughs> but I think the, uh, the trajectory of our math education system is a conversation for another day. <laughs> okay. So Jenna, do you have any advice for people thinking about going back to school? Don't be afraid. Use your resources. Apply for every scholarship imaginable because you could win. I won like 13 of them just because I applied. And uh, um, get a planner. Use a planner. <laughs> I'm still really bad at that. It's <laughs> my phone, but, yeah, but... Use something. Get organized. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Well, Jenna, we've had a great time getting to know you, and we know our listeners will too. It just goes to show that it is never too late to pursue your passions, even if it isn't math-related. Yeah. Um, it's pretty interesting hearing from a math celebrity. It's not all glamour, I guess. Uh, Jenna, uh, we hope you keep sharing your stories with us. What's the best way for our audience to reach you? My Twitter handle is at Mrs. Underscore Miyamers. So you can hunt me, message me there. And I open my DMs to not just friends. So just send me a message. I'm pretty friendly. Okay. Yeah, we'll have the correct spelling for that handle in our show notes. Uh, and yeah, uh, thank you for being with us, Jenna. Thank you. And fellow Mathies, we'd love to hear from you too. Please email, tweet, or Insta us about a moment where you had an amazing aha moment or a struggle that you'd love to share solving a problem of some sort. doesn't even need to be math related, but bonus points if it is. We're at after underscore math underscore cast on Instagram and Twitter. And you can also email us at hello at aftermath.ca. That's hello at after-math.ca. I'm Ifas Kabir. And I'm Sarah Sun. See you next time on Aftermath.